Welcome to episode 47 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to episode 47 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Isles. How are you going, John? Great. Great. Had a great day today, haven't Fantastic you? Fantastic day. John took out a record that I held previously. I'm pretty proud of to hold three flat tyres in a day. And you John, had more than that on the way to Queenstown, didn't you? No, it's just that I had lots of issues with one flat tyre. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and that was, what, 260Ks? Yeah. <laughs> so, how many flat tyres did you get today, John? I managed five today. I thought you said six. Was it five or six? It was five or six. Went to the shop, bought a new tyre. Mid-ride. new tubes. <laughs> Mid-ride. I bought three tubes. Yeah, you had like four by the time we have done it. Actually, I owe you a tube as well. Yeah. <laughs> so. It wasn't pretty. I had uh, rim issues. Rim, rim issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We started off on a good night. <laughs> Be careful of those rim issues. Anyway, Iron Man Talk is proudly brought to you by... Coffees of Hawaii. At coffeesofhawaii.com, so we'll get into that later on. Anyway, in this week's show, we're kind of... I've had computer issues. It's oh, been an issue week, hasn't it? It has. Uh, it's not good. But anyway, this week we've got our news. We've got our hot topic of the week. We've got age grouper of the week. We've got high five on... We've actually got a question. Now, who do we get that from? Glenn. Glenn? Glenn Russell from Christchurch. Is he the guy who lost my goggles? No, no, he's oh. not. <laughs> okay. Glenn, Glenn uh, asked, what are the top five iPod songs or things to listen to? At least that I listen to, because you don't do the iPod thing, do you? I don't do the iPod thing. So it's a bit of a special one for this week. Uh, we've got website of the week, we've got Coach's Corner, and questions and answers. What's Coach's Corner on? We've got also got we've Glenn doubled up. He uh, doubled gave us up. gave us some good tips, um, and it's gonna we're gonna combine this in two parts of the show, just about special needs bags and sort of what we put in them, and uh, a few little tips. And then just a special for all you people doing Ironman New Zealand, I'm just going to give you some ideas on what you should be doing this week in terms of training. Um, basically what, what I'm doing, I'm pretty similar to what Bevan's doing, yep. uh, just sort of three key sessions. So all you Ironman, Ironman New Zealand listeners, listen up. Yep, this, actually, it's a pretty exciting week for Ironman Talk this week, isn't it? It is. We'll come on to that. I don't want to talk about it now? We'll come on to it. Oh, okay, so here we go. First of all, we have our news for the week. And uh, big news, exciting news. Do you want to give us one, mate? Endurance sport. Uh, well, no, it's not endurance sport. It's uh, New Zealand Triathlete and Multi Sport magazine. Yeah, great magazine that one. Great magazine. Go get your copy, and you'll see our ugly mugs in there. Got the photo, pretty big photo too, isn't it? Pretty, two big photos. Yeah, pretty happy with that. Actually, I look like crap in it because it just had <laughs> like a big training day. That was a terrible. What was that day? It was. Uh, oh, that was a terrible so we, rainy on, day. Yeah, we're on Epic Camp, and uh, we got this article written up, and uh, we, we had a photographer there, so we sent the photos in, and. We're not looking to flash this, but hey, it's a great yeah, profile. And it's good for our sponsors. That Both our sponsors are oh, yeah. nice and proud. We're half of the sponsors. So it's pretty exciting. Also, in the other news, which is again about us. Um, we're gonna... <laughs> if, if you'd notice, there isn't a lot of news this week. <laughs> yeah, this week we're actually struggling big time. This week, um, we're going to be at IMA New Zealand, obviously, because we're doing the race. But we're going to be at the Blue 70 booth on both Thursday and Friday before the race. Now, we're there at 2 to 3 p.m., and uh, just a chance for you guys, if you want to come along and meet us, um, you obviously see the picture in the magazine, so you know what we'll look like. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want to, you can actually come along and meet us at those times. Now, but we... wait, that's not all. But wait, there's more. Um, we're going to have some posters giving away, so we've got some really cool Epic Camp posters. Uh, yep. And probably the first 30 people or so, hopefully we get 30 people coming yeah, up. Yeah, please come. Because <laughs> nothing worse than when you think you're famous and you turn up and no one's there. <laughs> and it'll be good for uh, for Blue 70 for yeah. us if, if lots of people turn up yep. and, and look interested in the Blue 70 wetsuits. That's right. And uh, buy them. And yep. uh, we've got loads of Epic Camp posters. Uh, we'll have 30 or so of them signed by Scott Molina. Nice. Um, and if you want Bevan and I to sign them as well, we'd be yep. more than happy. Remember, you have to ask us. And we should also have some Coffees of Hawaii posters over there as well, hopefully, if yep. they turn up on time. Um, so yeah, come and say good day, and we'd like to meet you guys. And uh, you yeah. can are we tell gonna, us. Are we going to scheme something else as well? Maybe. Uh, possibly. Maybe, but we have to. Leave Could be more surprised. You'll have to come up. Oh, and you've got exciting times. And you come up to us, and you've got to, the password to say hello to us is Mully. <laughs> you've got to come up and say, "Is Mully, is Mully here?" You're going to be disappointed in my hair. <laughs> um, okay, so in the real kind of news for this week, we've got Ironman lottery deadline is now the February the 28th. Yes. Sir. So that means if you want to enter. If you want to get in the lottery, February the 28th is D-Day, so that's the lottery for, for Hawaii, so for those of you who don't know about that, you can pay X amount of dollars, I don't know how much it is, $100 yeah. US or something like that, go in the lottery and if your name gets drawn out, then you can pack your bags and go to Hawaii. Uh, they've got an international draw and a American draw, so 
We've discussed it before, you know, whether we think it's the lottery's a good idea or not, but regardless of what we think, if you want to get in there, if you don't think there's any way that you can ever get to Hawaii, then that's your chance. And you know what, if, like, uh, I don't know, know if I'm a favour of the lottery, but, um, or at least how many slots they give away, um, it is, you know, like, if you're keen to do it and you're not sure if you ever make that time, right, put your name down. Yeah. You know, what's, what's 50 bucks? And it goes to charity, so it's a good cause, and... They do actually give majority of the money away, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I, I know a lot of people have got in through the lottery. Yeah, so it's it's worth giving it a cry, uh, giving it a crack. There's a guy who I was talking to the other week actually, and he reckons that there's a really good theory because his mate lived in Australia. I think it may have been um, Charlesy actually, and he was saying that his mate registered from Zimbabwe. Oh, right. And he reckons he always gets in because it's from a random country. <laughs> so you guys may want to try that. It's an insider's tip. <laughs> nice one. So, so, yeah. And he lives in Australia, but he just does it from Zimbabwe, and he, rec- he reckons he gets it every time. Get so, a P.O. box in Kenya or something. That's right. Maybe it's not a lottery after all. <laughs> there we go. So anyway. Bring up this article, uh, this other page that I okay, sent you. Okay, so I uh, got a Hall of Fame, Triathlon Hall of Fame. Yeah, so this is something I, we talked about um, a number of weeks ago. Um, I was interested to find out some more information on the Hall of Fame. And hey, presto, uh, this week on uh, triathlon.org, which is the ITU's website, Les McDonald has been inducted into the Triathlon Hall of Fame. Now, a lot of people have... Who's uh, Les McDonald? He's the president of I- the ITU. Uh, he's done a well, lot. What, what's that about then? Well, he's also, if you read, you could have read the article. Well, um, yeah. You skim read it. He actually is a five time, he's um, five time Ironman titles. He's uh, come oh, okay. so Mike Riley, formerly known as the voice of Ironman, introduced McDonald listing his many accomplishments beginning with his five Ironman titles and then steering the sport to the Olympic program. Okay. So he's a good athlete. So Les McDonald is, a lot of people don't agree with him. He's very much a dictator um, at the top of the sport. But he has got triathlon uh, into the Olympics, yep. and he's obviously a pretty handy athlete. So he's been inducted into the Hall of Fame with you know all the all the big guns. So I actually did a really quick search. I did this a while ago, and it didn't seem to come up. But when I did a search for the triathlon Hall of Fame, I actually found a list on some really random website. So um, we've got a few names of people that are in there. I don't know how recent it is, but um, we'll quickly go through the list. You'll you'll know plenty of the names. But Mark Allen's obviously in there. Yep. John Collins, who was the, the Navy guy who yep. started yep, it all. Definitely, yep. Jim Curl was introduced in 2000. I don't know who he is. Sally Edwards has done a lot for women's sport, uh, women's Ironman. She was also a very handy athlete. Dan Empfield's in there. He's the guy who runs Slow Twitch. Okay. Uh, so Jim- they've really tried to recognise not just athletes, haven't they? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Um, John Howard, he's he won Australian Australian Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah, Australian <laughs> Prime Minister. <laughs> he was a really good. Oh, oh the phone. phone! When's it gonna oh, stop? Mate. When's it gonna it's stop? Been a bad day. Six flatties. The phone. Oh, and st- that's not all. I'll tell you something else okay. in a minute as well. Jack Johnson. Uh, Jack Johnson is a good singer too. <laughs> yes. I didn't know. What are they doing, letting in bloody musicians from Hawaii? Prime ministers. <laughs> so uh, who Jack Johnson? I don't, do? I don't actually know. He sang a few songs. Okay, um, Melina. Scott Molina's in there, Julie Moss, who's the lady who had the crawl into the finish yep. line. Paul Newby Fraser, obviously. David Payne, I don't know how he got in there. Um, oh, he dealt the pain. He did deal the pain. <laughs> Bill Phillips, again, I'm not familiar with him. Mike Pig. Yeah, Mike Pig, I don't know much about Mike Pig. He was the man, wasn't he? He was a really good athlete. He won it once, I think. Um, yep. But he was on the podium quite a few times. But and he was quite a good Olympic size, wasn't he? Yeah, but I don't think this is just about Hawaii. Yeah, no, no, uh, it's it's a triathlon Hall of Fame. So he was a fantastic short course athlete. And um, he never really excelled in Hawaii, I don't think. Yep. Then you've got the Puntos sisters, um, who were both you know, in the sort of 80s, were, were really sort of dominant. Obviously, Dave Scott's in there. Bill Shannon, I'm not quite sure who he no. is. Valerie Silk. Now, she was the race director... Um, at Hawaii for a long time, okay. um, one of the very first race directories, directors. Carl Thomas, I'm not familiar with him. Scott Tinley's obviously in there. Yep. And Tom Warren, that name rings a bell, but I'm not quite sure why. See, when I was in Hawaii, um, Greg Welch. Greg Welch is in there now, yeah, yeah as well. Yeah. So, so this this is um, a list that I found. It, pr- it looks like the 2005 was when they last when they inducted Paul and Yubi Fraser. So, yeah. Um, yeah. If anybody has, it wasn't actually. On an official site or anything, it was just. Maybe they haven't made a website. They should because you know, like you have a website with a page of the stories and exactly. You know, maybe show some. You know, nowadays it's easy to put some video on a website and you know have some footage of what they did in their time and see some of the old fashion. Yes. So if anybody does have a a more comprehensive list than that, we'd we'd love to get it at some stage. But um, yeah. So Les McDonald's in there. Oh well, I suppose that's a good thing. You do need your administrators, and there's one thing in the sport is that they don't really get enough credit, do they? Oh man, I I get involved in uh, with the local triathlon club, and it's just. We've got, you know, 
I don't know, maybe nearly 200 members, and yep. we've got about five people that do any work in the yep. club. Uh, and it's and just, it's a thankless it's just job, hard. isn't it? Oh, people, all people do is complain. Mm, you know? mm, so, so, yeah, Les so, McDonald, love well him or hate him, he's in there. Well done. Okay, uh, anything else? Scott Molina. Yes, if you go into X-Try this week, well, actually, I only just went on there before. Uh, Scott Molina is on there, and there's like uh, 20 questions on there. So if you were on there, say, last week or the week before, they Cam had... Brown. Oh, they had Cam Brown, and then yep. they had Lisa Bentley. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and this week they've got Scott Molina. Is it good? I only skim read it before I came around here. It's got some pretty interesting comments on there. Yeah, I love Scott. I, he's such a character, eh? I don't, I don't think he's going to be getting a lot of loving on the home front. Oh, really? Because he said in there, he said in there um, you know, they asked some question about being married to Erin Baker, a fantastic athlete, yeah. and, and she really hasn't done much since she retired where Scott kept going, and she kind of keeps in shape and never really rode her bike. Yeah. And he, she's recently got a new head bike from um, Head Cycles, good yeah. sponsor of Epic Camp. Yeah. And she's getting ready to go over to France this year to do some of the stages of the Tour de France with, yeah. with Scott and with a tour. And he said it was about time she was starting to look a bit flabby. <laughs> <laughs> and he's put that off on X Try, and you know, arguably one of the biggest triathlon oh, websites out there. That guy's got some guts. So if she goes on there and reads, you never it, do that. Oh, you never, honey. Am I fat? Yeah, you're fat. Oh, man. <laughs> you say, babe, you are beautiful and we love you. Yeah. Just the way you are. Yeah. There we go. And just, you know how we always talk about Bevan and his balance in life? Um, yeah, we'll keep rolling here. <laughs> um, so, Bevan, I just arrived around here before. and um, Just because I gave you his last week. Yeah, so I'm going to share, share the love. We're, we're talking to um, Bevan's girlfriend, Annalise, and I was sort of asking her about she was away cycling at the weekend. And um, she said, oh, yeah, it was up in Auckland. And Bevan goes, Oh, you in Auckland, were you? <laughs> so he's just got no interest. It's all, it's all about Bevan. So, um, yeah. it's, it's... Uh, You're just trying to deal to me because of last week. <laughs> I would kiss her coming down the finishing shoot. That's the main thing. Well, I'll take you to keep you there. <laughs> anyway, our topic of the week last week. Now, I have computer issues this week. Me and my friend Duncan played with my computer and pretty much ruined it. So I haven't been on the... We can't get on the internet today, so we can't actually look at your answers from the discussion of the week. But... I remember reading them. I was quite impressed with some of the um, comments people came up with. The general fear was that she should be able to come back, mm-hmm. and if she gets a good results, most people will probably pat her on the back. Yeah, that was that was the general feel. And but then other people were saying if she doesn't get the results, they're going to go, oh, she could only do it when she was on drugs. So so it's interesting because when she did it on drugs, she just annihilated everyone, didn't she? Mm. She was like twenty minutes, wasn't it? It was, oh, it was yeah. just ridiculous. She had an amazing day. Yeah. So. You know, did the drugs make her that much better? Mm. Like, was she that good beforehand? She was. She was really improving quite a bit. I remember I raced in Ironman South Africa in two thousand and one, yep. and she won there. I mean, she was an Ironman winner. She was uh, really, really, really good. And it's the hard thing is, yeah. was, was she on drugs mm. then or not? Uh, she was a really good athlete. I wouldn't say she was like a Hawaii winner athlete. Like yep. she, she probably had the ability to be say in the top five, and that's sort of what yep. she'd been she knocking on the door. And maybe that's what motivated her to, to do it in the mm. end because she was right within touching sort of distance of getting there, but you've got to knock those people off like Michaeli Jones, Natasha Badman, people like that. And they've got that little bit extra, little something something special. And uh, and so I guess she thought... You know, I'd love to get her on. Maybe we should try to get her on the show. I'm not sure if she speaks English, but we'd love, love to talk to her because she's been honest about the fact she's taken it. Talk mm. to her about the process of deciding to go through it and what that was like. And it'd be great we to have a really can, honest uh, conversation with someone. Yeah, we can, we can, we can try that yeah, one. Yeah, because I think that'd be... You guys would love to listen to it. And I just think it'd be a really interesting way to... Yeah. Because it's, it is interesting seeing, you know, more. Obviously, Lance Armstrong is just always. The people are always accusing him of yeah. everything. But a lot yeah. of his teammates are coming out now and saying that they they took drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's gonna. It'd be really would be very very interesting to get an honest. Appraisal. Yeah, inside the head of them, you know, like because morally, you know, it must be a hard decision. You know, deep down, I think everyone wants to do the right thing. Mm. And but when you get to a point where you've tried everything and you obviously make the decision to take drugs, you know, what's that like? A good book to read is um, Rough Ride by Paul Crimmage. Yeah. Um, I read that, and it's a cyclist who really struggled with it for a long time, and he oh, really? didn't take the drugs. And he's actually a journalist now, and he writes for one of the major... He's an Irish guy, one of, the, one of the major papers over there. And he had that battle where, he, for a long, long time, he was battling, should I take the drugs? No, I won't. Yeah. No, I won't. And for a long time, and he finally succumbed, and yeah, it just really? made an astronomical difference really? to his performance. He was taking amphetamines, so he was just... you know. Yeah. 
just crazy man. And did he talk about the moral side of things? Did he talk about how it affected yeah, him? Yeah. Oh, really? It's, uh, it's, it's a good deal. It's a good book. Rough Ride by Paul Crimmins. You should be able to find it on the, on uh, Amazon or Amazon, anything like that. Through our store. Through our store, yes. Yeah, so go on to ironmantalk.com. Yeah, so maybe we should try to do that because I think... I should give it to you and we can do a review on it one day. Yeah, we will actually. I like reading. Um, so for this week's discussion of the week, what are we going to do for discussion of the week? Uh, so this week's discussion of the week is going to come up again later on uh, in Coach's Corner. We had a really good question in from Glenn uh, in Christchurch just asking about special needs bags and what we put in them. So I thought what would be really interesting, you know, Bevan and I will obviously um, say what we yep. put in it, put in them, but if you guys go onto the, for, onto the blog and actually put what you put in your special needs bag, because I'd actually find that really interesting as well to, to, to see what other people do, because um, some people put some crazy things in there. Now, I may not actually have to update the, um, basically the computer that I use to do all this stuff is down, and so I may not be able to update the post of net for the next oh, couple of days. I around my place and do it. Okay, well maybe, but if, if you want to go on there tomorrow, because it probably won't get done for the next couple of days, even just do it under the Nina Craft topic, and yeah. then uh, that way we can figure out, we'll figure it out, we're pretty clever. Yeah. We're bloody amazing. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's our uh, news for this week. Age Group of the Week. The week. Oh, we didn't quite get it there. Yeah, well you're so down. I did. Yeah, what's all that about? <laughs> But we're we're struggling for age group of the week. There's no there's racing no racing. Mm. We're gonna have we'll have about ten age groupers in a row from Ironman New Zealand. Cause, yep. um, but I guess we've got uh, Ironman Malaysia coming up in a few yep. weeks. We're so. pretty much into the season in about two weeks. Mm. On next week, isn't it? If if any of you guys in the Southern Hemisphere, if there are any races going on, let us know because I'm really struggling to find any. If there's any half Ironmans or anything like that happening. Mm. Uh, so do let us know, and we'd uh, we'd like to find out about that. We'll give us some news, give people a bit of credibility, give some of the smaller races a crack. Yep. But this week's age grouper of the We're week back to Wanaka. Back to Wanaka. Back it up. <laughs> so the uh, the thirty to thirty nine age group. It was a really really close race. I think there was about two or three minutes covering the first three guys. So it's really close. You know, whether that's an Ironman or whatever sort of race, yeah. that, that is very very close. And the winner of that age group is actually somebody I know very well. Uh, his name's Andrew Robertson. He's from Christchurch originally. Uh, now, Andrew. His mother is my godmother. Oh, so you're like family, yeah, mate. They used to live down the hill for about three or four houses down the hill from us. Right. So we sort of grew up together. He's a few years older than, than myself. But he was in the 30 to 39 age group, and he won the 30 to 39 age group. Uh, the time, I believe, was 10 hours and two minutes. Oh. I think he finished oh, that two minute either mate. ninth or 11th overall. Uh, yeah, interestingly, he actually started the run with his. Uh, he started the second lap of the run with his brother Tim, who was oh, also doing wow. the race. Oh. And Tim ended up having some. Uh, it's like a family show today, isn't yeah, it? It is. Oh, uh, man. It's just Tim had a few issues on the run, and he started the run, and he said, "Oh, I should have used that toilet before I started." Oh, no. <laughs> and it all went wrong from there. Oh, but uh, no. Tim still finished fourth in the age group, so a bit of a family family du- double. Those guys always have a really uh, tough battle and always want to beat each other. Very, very competitive family. You often find that with boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. both full on. Very, very talented guys. Uh, Andrew also played hockey for New Zealand. Oh, wow. Um, so, and his wife also played hockey for New Zealand. He was a coach of like the Canterbury hockey team. Yeah. Uh, and so just a multi-talented athlete. Also did the length of New Zealand race when it was oh, on, really? and he did very very well in that. I would so, have loved it. So the length of the New Zealand race was around over thirty days. It was uh, you basically kayaked, biked, mountain, mountain biked, biked, ran. Yeah, that's pretty much it, didn't you? But it wasn't just like you went from one end of New Zealand to the other. Mm. You went over. They ran over glaciers and just did mountain runs yeah. and just did not take the easy routes. So. And they had one one rest day, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was, it was just madness. Um, Hellman's got a book on it, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, it's, and it's uh, it was just it was such a great event. But they only did it once because obviously logistically it was impossible to run. Mm. And maybe not so safe. Yeah, <laughs> but um, Andrew had a great race down there. He's now living in. Western Australia. Oh, that one. Australia. Western Australia. Yep. Slapping on a shrimp on the barbie. Australia. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so he is our age, age group of the, the week. week. One, two, three, four. High five. Control my head. You see that? You did. Nice. <laughs> Control my head. I practiced all week. Controlled the head. Uh, so anyway, we got a question from Glenbo. Yep. So this Glenbo. Glenn is dominating the show today. It's all about Glenn. We're going to call this the Glenn Show. Here we go. <laughs> it's the Glenn Show. And he was asking what what we basically have on our iPods and what are the top five things to listen to on your iPod. What are yours, John? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's what I listen to. I listen to the okay, silence. Okay, so why don't you like them? Why do you like silence so much? 
Uh, I just really like to concentrate on what I'm doing when I'm out there. And, uh, Have you ever well, tried I've, ne- I've never tried it. And uh, I mean, I listened to my walking once or twice, and it just didn't really work for me. But the, ma- the main like thing the is, size of the phone yeah, book. I'm just not a music person. You know, a lot okay. of people are really into their music, and, and it's not like I listen to music at home either. I don't yep. listen to the radio a bit, but I don't have a yep. a big CD collection or anything. I'm just just not a music person. Fair I just enough. like getting out there and um, it's your own. I still listen to the podcasts, like our podcast, but well, I just do it, you know, at home when I'm on the computer and stuff. Yep. And I don't have an iPod either, so. That, that well, makes it a little... I was talking about the shuffle, wasn't I? The yeah, brilliant. Give me, give me one for Christmas, buddy. Okay, yep. It's a long way away. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Um, My so wedding anniversary this weekend, actually. Is it? You could, uh, is this your first year, eh? First year wedding anniversary oh, on really? Saturday. Shit, eh? One year ago you were saying, I do. Mm. You say I love you at your wedding? Oh, I managed to pull D- that Did you kiss her? Did oh, you remember just, to do just, that? Just a little... <laughs> Cheeky peck. Bit of tongue. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no, here we go. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just going to name my top five. So I've got a couple of podcasts in here, and there's a couple of podcasts which I really, really enjoy. I like listening to um, funny podcasts when I'm out training. Because we train so long, so I like podcasts. I like music and podcasts because I think podcasts are a bit more mentally stimulating, you know, kind of keeps your mind on, off, you know, kind of just turning your legs around. Whereas music, I use more for motivation. So, when it comes to podcasts, there's one called Never Not Funny, and it's uh, a couple about three American comedians, and uh, it's not them trying to be funny as such. It's just them talking about stories about being comedians, and it's uh, you got to listen to it. There's uh, there's a story. Uh, I'm not going to go because I'm not as funny as they are, but check it out. It's called Never Not Funny. Um, not funny. And you go to iTunes and just when you go to iTunes, if you ever go to iTunes Music Store, go up in the top right hand corner. It's got search. If you put in Never Not Funny, you find that one. How do you how do you find these podcasts? Uh, I tend to just go onto the podcast section in iTunes and really just see you know look at topics I'm interested in. So I might like put Iron Man or I might put comedy or something like that but and people wouldn't listen to any other Iron Man podcast well there's only they? one there's, there's only one. one I think we're the only specific one aren't we yeah, yeah. Well, there's some other triathlon ones but yeah <laughs> anyway um, and another one which is quite funny it's a BBC radio station show and it's called Fighting Talk and it's very funny they who's, get, who's on that Oh, well, they basically, what they do is they have, like, it's a competition, and they have a question, and everyone has to come up with answers, yeah. and they base it around sport, and then what they do is they, they rank points and stuff, and it's hilarious. Colin Murray's the presenter. And, oh, no, Colin Murray, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Irish dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and honestly, when I'm out running, I'm just laughing away, and they've got some really interesting, they have comedians and athletes, and it's, yeah, it's a really good show. It goes for about 40 minutes, so it's a good way to kill some time. Radio One, those guys off there are pretty good. Is it Radio Chris, One, is it? Yeah, he's on Radio One, and Chris Moyles, and Comedy Dave. Well, you and, get Chris Moyles and stuff. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Maybe you should buy an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> um, music wise, now I'm a bit weird when it comes to music. When I get into my real intense, like today, we were doing um, some main sets of about 25 at half Iron Man pace, and it was pretty intense. I like calm music. Now, I know, like a class, he was like, God, get some Metallica and all that kind of really heavy <laughs> stuff in there, and some Akadaka and all that stuff. Whereas for me, I actually like really kind of slow music, and to be honest, I love Johnny Cash. Mm. Love the cash man. Love the burning thing. Oh, I tell you what, yeah, if I get old, yeah, boy yeah. named Sue on. Oh, <laughs> when they're talking about the fighting and aggression, oh, I love that. So Johnny Cash, and at the moment, running, I'm loving the killers. Um, Are they New Zealand band? <laughs> you asked me that before. <laughs> Are they New Zealand band? Oh, we, we can't. We can't. We you don't know music. We can't do you? improvise. We just. Yeah. Off. Actually, we. we uh, no, I'll tell you some other stuff. We, we're getting contacts about uh, expanding the podcast from oh, people yeah, around the world. Exciting, you know? So, um, the Killers, I do love the Killers. I think there's something about the music that is very driving. When I've got, like, I'm doing a run and I've got a 30, sec- or 30 minute block in there or something like that, I just love putting the Killers on. So, they pretty. Out. Full on, or are they? Do you not know the Killers? I, I know the name, but I don't Come listen on. to them. Come on! I told you, I'm not a music man. <laughs> okay, the Killers are kind of a, an indie band, so indie's kind of like rocky, grungy, but maybe not so hardcore. So, okay. yeah, the Killers. And I uh, just thought I'd chuck this one in here today because I was talking to Melina and he was saying how on Epic Camp he got sick of listening to the same music over and over again. And we're right on today, he goes, I got a little bit of Joe Cocker on right now. So, <laughs> Joe Cocker is the Melina favourite at the moment. Because thanks, Scott, he just stuck with me today. Puncher yeah. after puncher. He was he was pretty good for you, wasn't he? <laughs> he was very good, and he helped me pick up, pull out five bits of glass out of my tyre each time I punctured. So anyway, that's a high five. If you want to, maybe, maybe what we'll do in a couple of weeks, we'll make a discussion and we can see what you guys are listening to yeah, on your iPods, other definitely. than Iron Man Talk, obviously. Yeah, obviously. So that's our high five for this week. Website, Website of the, the week. week. 
We're getting quite good at that low voice, then, eh? We yes. have a harmony. Yep. You've got that music, what, is, what happens is you get two people singing and then you call it harmony. Oh, okay. You know, mate, you're an educator. <laughs> you should be a teacher. <laughs> I, I guess be. you are kind of a teacher. I am. I'm always teaching. So anyway, we're get, okay, if you haven't noticed this week, we're a bit desperate for content because there's just not much happening in the triathlon world. No, we're struggling. We're getting a bit desperate. We're, we're going to have great shows coming up once the season starts, but this week our website... John, tell me, <laughs> you came around with this website. Oh, I was looking, I was looking. I was actually, I was, um, I'm going to I'm gonna do a Bevan here. I'm going to double up the website. Oh, double up. Double up. I haven't doubled up in a while. So, so our first one is actually, this wasn't on the list. It's going to be endurancesport.co.nz because that's where you go and you see the magazine <laughs> that you need to buy to see John and Bevan. Yep. Um, so they do Endurance Sport New Zealand, and they also do New Zealand Triathlon. They had two photos, one of us behind the mic, which yeah. is a beautiful thing, and then us running. Yeah. John goes to me, your technique's a bit bad. <laughs> Look at the photo. Low hips. And I've heard. I was pulling my hips up today. So. <laughs> and uh, so endurancesport.co.nz, uh, just go on there and you can see the magazines and find out where to purchase them. And they've got a few articles on there and stuff and, uh, and so on and so on. Nice. So that was one of just a bit of improvisation. Chuck that in there, mate. Improvisation. And yep. uh, my second one, though, was actually one of my athletes sent it in because the way that I communicate with my athletes at the moment is basically emailing them spreadsheets and so on. And it's not great, and I'd, I'd love to have enough money to go online and set up a, an online login area and things like that, but I'm just, you know, I'm a one-man band. I'm not yeah. quite at that stage. Um, and this guy was actually Jonathan Kelly, who I think uh, listens. He was on Epic Camp France, and he oh, just nice. emailed me this link to Google Documents. And so if you are communicating with a coach and doing it in a similar way to what I do where you've uh, got a spreadsheet, we can do a Google, Google, <laughs> Google Documents. Yep, yep. Google Documents. Yep. You can actually upload Word documents and Excel files and things like that, and then you can actually sh- send a note to whoever you want to share it with, and then they can go on there, and they can also, if you give them so they permission, can edit it, they can actually, if you give okay. them permission, they can go on there and edit it as well. So that's what we're going to try and work out. So it's kind out. of like a worksheet, isn't it, that yeah. people can, yeah. So it's, it's kind of what I want to get to further down the track with having a login area and stuff, and it's sort of a, a free, <laughs> free fix, wow. it, fix it for now. Well, that's what's happened with the internet. A lot of the tools that people use are becoming free, and they basically eyes on the website. That's how they make their money. Exactly. Mm. So, um, like YouTube, it, it's a good little, good little thing. And uh, so that is our website. The week, <laughs> See, it's, it's very weak. weak. It's weak, <sighs> I know. Oh, he's cramping. No, no, I'm alright. Um, <laughs> um, again, if you've got any websites out there that you you like and we haven't mentioned before. Send them on in, and we'll uh, give them a mention. Basically, what's happened this week was we haven't really done our piece because my computer's broken down, so I can't do any work. And John's just, just had a bad day. Just had a bad, and a bad couple of days. Bad couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Things have been happening. So yeah. So yeah, right, that's our website of the week. Coaches <laughs> Corner. Oh, I like that. We're, we're only at 27 minutes. We've got to pad the show out a bit. So every opportunity I get. Oh, that's you had it about five seconds on there. Good work, mate. Yeah. So so Glenn, who's the feature of today's show, it's the Glenn show. <laughs> he uh, he was asking about special needs bags, which is our topic of the week. So we'd like you to go on there and, and comment about that. But I thought we'd just talk about what we put in our special needs bag, which may be completely different to what you guys do. Mm. Uh, so I'll tell you what I did in my... Okay, before we start, why are they important? Okay, yeah. so special needs bag. If you're an Ironman newbie and you haven't done one yet... Yeah, uh, definitely for a newbie. You can pick up a special needs bag generally around about halfway on the bike. It varies a little bit from race to race. Uh, in Wanaka it was at 100k mark, but it's usually around about halfway. And then likewise on the run, you can also pick up a special needs bag there. You can pretty much put whatever you like in your special needs bag. Generally, you won't get them back after the race. Uh, some races you do, but most races you don't. So mm-hmm. best not to put anything too valuable in there uh, and basically assume that you're not going to get it back. So what people generally put in is food or porn or... Uh, porn. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going on about? <laughs> well, you're losing it, man. <laughs> you might just be getting Six a bit... Six flatties. Oh. <laughs> you might get a bit bored in the middle of a bike ride or something and just need okay. something to liven you up. Um, maybe things yeah. like coffee tablets or basically anything you don't want to carry. Um, just a couple Some of... clothing. Clothing, possibly. Yep. But, a cold but again, day or... remember that you're probably not going to get it back, so you want to be Cheap pretty, stuff. pretty shitty clothing. Yep. Um, the key thing to remember with special needs bags is... Don't rely on getting them. Um, yep, Cameron Brown in Hawaii yeah, last year. 90, I'd say 90 to 95% of the time, you're going to get your special needs bag. Um, but there is that small chance where you may not get it. Uh, and in that situation, then you've got the option of turning around and going back. So uh, would you do that? 
Uh, for me, no. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, because I don't rely on it. I have things that are nice that, that I quite like, but I don't have to have them. I think for for people who are trying to win your age group or maybe a pro, definitely you maybe want to consider not turning back. If you're finishing the race and you've got important nutrition in there, mm. um, and it's just about finishing the race and getting your day done, and you've relied on that nutrition, you need to turn back and get it. Yeah. Because it, you know, it's part of your race strategy. So, yeah. so in, in my uh, most recent race in Wanaka, what I put on my special needs bag for the bike... I had uh, one of M's power cookies. Yep. Uh, I had a small tin of creamed rice. I had a couple of extra gels, just different flavors to what I'd been having the rest of the day. I had a cheese roll with peanut butter inside it. And I had a spare tire. And I think that was around a about A tube, it. you mean? Or a spare tire? tube. I was, yeah, I was yeah. racing, racing uh, clinches on that race. So that's pretty much what I had, and that's pretty much what I'll have in, in most other races. Now, in terms of that, all that food there that I mentioned, I didn't actually eat all that, but I just wanted to have a few options. I sometimes put a bag of um, crisps or chips, depending on which country you come from, what they are. Yep. Just a bag of salt and vinegar chips, uh, if I feel like having them. So out of that stuff, I didn't eat my bread roll. Um, I had my creamed rice. I did have my power, power cookie. And I did take the rest of the gels. So, so do you treat that as a as like a treat, or is this more a part of your like if, if you don't get your bag, you've still got enough nutrition, obviously. Yeah, I've still got enough nutrition. So is this like a, a good point in a race where you think, okay, cool, cool, I'm going to get this nice food? Yeah, generally. Uh, and, and I like to have some solids during the day. And at most races, in terms of solids, all we can pick up is bananas and yeah. bars. So I just like to have something a little bit different. And uh, I carry some other solids when I start, but I just like to have something there. And uh, and I just sort of pick and choose what what I want to have. So, so that's what I do, and that's uh, pretty similar to what I'll do in Taupo. Uh, you do really need to practice as well and figure out how you're actually gonna, what you're going to do with the bag because you've got to be pretty good at doing no, no hands riding um, mm. to deal with that. You know, People go, how the hell did I do, have, have a tin of creamed rice? So basically, put it in my set pocket, up. got going again, and then I just sat up and I just pulled it off, no hands, just chugged it down. You know, yep. I would have lost you know, maybe 15, 20 seconds by just slowing down, but it was an important part of my nutrition. Yep. Uh, so, so you've got to practice no hands riding or if you're not confident or competent in doing that you need to pull over and just stack it into your pockets yep. or maybe even try to balance it on your aero yeah you just got to be careful it doesn't fall onto your front wheel yeah, it's, it's never, never pretty Fritz will tell you that from Epic Camp Australia when his wetsuit went his front wheel going down a hill and he face planted really? in the hospital Whoa, it wasn't pretty so what was his wetsuit what was he doing with his wetsuit oh it's a whole other story for another day but okay. it was <laughs> it was uh, it was a pretty bad crash fair enough so, that, so that's what I do in terms of what I do for the, the run would you put any clothes in there no no you wouldn't? I, I, if the forecast was saying it's going to turn bad no I generally carry carry the clothes with me yeah um, and discard them as I yeah. go through the race. Yeah. But remember, you know, we've got to be careful yeah, with the discarding the clothes. Be, yeah. the, in Ironman New Zealand, though, they do have a throw zone where you can throw clothes, uh, yeah. like arm warmers and jackets. Again, you've got to assume you're not going to get them back. Yeah. Um, they do put them in a big pile, and so anybody can take them, I guess. Good way some free clothes at the end. Yeah, good free clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sell them on Trade Me. Yeah, that's right, carry me. Uh, and then in terms of what I do on the run, I don't actually put too much in there on the run for me personally. I just have a few different flavoured gels, so I don't have to carry all my gels, and if I miss out, it's, it's not the end of the world. Yep. so I don't have anything special on my run other people do put special things you know if you're going to be out there for a long time on the run um, you know hopefully people like Bevan and myself are generally out there for about three hours yep. so we're sort of chugging along pretty quickly yep. um, yeah so that's I think, I I think that's one thing to really remember because we, we tell this story from our perspective and we are a little bit faster than the average show and so you know for someone who's going to be out there for 15 hours you know mm. like your special needs bag is really maybe a bit more important exactly and so um, you probably will need to have a lot of nutrition in there because you know like for us on the bike maybe five hours running three hours so um, for that case you know we, we'll have enough nutrition to carry on our bike whereas if you're going to be riding for nine hours yeah you know your special needs bag is very important so yeah. Because variety is really important to have a variety of things, I think, on the bike. I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of people can get through just having gels and bars and that's it. Mm. Um, but I personally think, especially like Bevan was saying, if you're going to be out there for a while, you do need some normal food in there. And so um, just put in some favourite things. And you know, a lot of people I talk to uh, put in things like Danish pastries yep. and just little treats. And it just sort of gives you a bit of a perk up halfway through the bike. And it, and it really is. It would be a nice <clears> treat. Like, yeah. So to be honest, I don't actually use them. Um, <clears> I, I tend not to use. I, I think I, what I do is, is a token thing, as I chuck some gels in there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I never grab it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just I trust that I've got everything on me in the race. Actually, Wanaka was the first time I've actually seriously used a special needs bag, and it worked really well for me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's not, a, not a necessity. Well, I think I will use it in Taupo now talking to you now. I think I'll just have it there as a thing. I think one of the things to be aware of as well is that 
uh, it's like uh, yell out your number. Mm. You know, so when you come around the corner, mm. when you tapo, you seem to come around the corner. You go up, you, in tapo, for the guys racing tapo, what they do is you, you're coming up the hill on the start of the second lap and they have spotters calling your number, I think, through cell phones or radios yeah. or something, and the bags are sort of towards the top of the hill. So, yeah. Um, so that's where they, how they do it there. So yeah, but even yell your number out because um, a lot of people can be around. And it's easy to get missed. And you know, Cameron Brown, for example, got given the wrong number this year, and pretty much I don't know if it ruined his way, but definitely mm. put him on the back foot. And so you know, you, basically anything to do with any of the officials, make it as easy as possible on them. So when you're coming up to an aid station, you're yelling out what you want, banana, pro four, whatever, or yeah. and, they, and they appreciate that because that's what. Yeah, they're, they're, they're there to try and give you the best service they can. Yeah, and the, the cool thing with that is, to say, let's say you've said um, what do you, um, bar, you come up, you may miss the first person, but then the second person is ready for you because they know the thing, whereas it's a mystery to them otherwise. So, you know, be really vocal and really clear on the things that you need and coming up to your special needs bag. And I guess just one other thing here. Uh, also, you want to practice going through an aid station. So just if you're not yeah, used to true. grabbing a drink bottle and grabbing food, really important that you actually practice that because you're going through at quite a decent speed and it is quite a jolt on your hand when you've got to grab a bottle, yeah. uh, and it's pretty easy to drop them. And so you do, you drop them, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, have a little practice with that, and uh, you've just got to, if, if you're not comfortable, again, grabbing food and things like that, then you've got to carry all your own things, and I, which would stress, don't rely on getting your special needs um, just in case. I think the other thing as well, just quickly, is that, um, if, again, if you're not racing, if you're not racing to get an age group slot or you, to win your age group or, you know, pro, um, Slow down. You yeah. know, it doesn't have to be a rush to get through that area. Just slow down, get the yeah. things you need. You know, you hopefully you don't have to stop, but if you do need to slow down, slow down, get what you need, and you know, it's more important because if you miss out on what you need, and that nutrition could cost you a lot at the end of the day. Mm. So nice. And carrying on the Glen, uh, the Glen part of the show. Glen show. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, Glen was sort of saying, we should uh, try to get some Ironman talk uh, oh, yeah. jerseys no, or, cool. or race kit. So it's something we will look into. It might, it's not going to happen for Ironman New Zealand. No. Um, but further down the track, we're definitely keen to get some sort of clothing. Yeah. And I think probably a race top would be the, the coolest thing, or a T-shirt or something. Yeah. So if anybody's got any bright ideas on that, or, or you're a designer and you're maybe keen, keen to do it for free, <laughs> <laughs> we like free things. Uh, There's not much profit in this show. <laughs> not a lot of profit. <laughs> then uh, let us know, and we'd be keen to maybe look at doing that further down the track. I think it'd be really cool. I think mm. if we had people out there, and we, what we could do is have like, Send your photo in and you know, yeah. have the best photos. I'll put you on the website. Yeah. We have a web page just for people who have finished with their Iron Man top on. Exactly. Iron Man talk top on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. So, yep, thanks for all your, your stuff today, Glenn. And just the one final thing we're going to do in Coach's Corner is I thought I'd just give a bit of, a bit of love to the guys racing Iron Man New Zealand. And this is also for anyone doing the Iron Man yeah. race. Yeah. Basically, what sort of some, some key workouts to do three weeks out from Iron Man because that's where we are from New Zealand. So we've got this week, next week, and then one week sort of uh, sort of really easing back before the race. Uh, this is basically what I'm doing this week uh, and what I'd sort of recommend to most of the athletes that I'm working with. Uh, the three key workouts would be a long run, a long bike, and a swim bike run sort of brick. So the long run, uh, I'd be suggesting around about sort of 2 hours 20, 2 hours 30. Obviously, that's going to depend a bit on sort of what build-up you've had so far. And the key thing with that is try to do some steady running in the second half of the run. So what I'd be recommending is you, if you're doing about 2.20, go into the hills for about an hour to an hour 20, just pretty pretty easy, just working some nice up and downs, and then yeah. come onto the flat for around about an hour and just run at a nice sort of upper steady pace. So if you've had a lactate test done or if you've figured out your zones, just sitting just slightly above your aerobic threshold and just really focusing on form and just getting into a nice, good rhythm. You could break that up into intervals uh, and maybe just go marginally harder. So you, know, you might want to do three times 15 minutes with uh, a few minutes easy, maybe four yeah. to five minutes easy in between each one, but just doing some really good sort of just below tempo pace running. So that would be key session number one. Uh, and you'd want to try to spread these workouts through the week. You know, the, the ideal scenario would be, say, Long bike on Tuesday, long run on Thursday, and then doing your brick at the weekend. Yep. In terms of your long bike, I'd be suggesting around about four and a half hours. Uh, and the workout that we did today uh, was we did two times 50 minutes. Mine was broken up a little. My first one was punches. <laughs> but but the, the idea was to do two times 50 minutes. For your main set? At Ironman pace or just marginally above Ironman pace. And then uh, with about 10 minutes in between each. And then finishing off sort of in, in the last third of your ride, doing two times 25 minutes at around about half Ironman pace, again with 10 minutes in between the two of those. 
and that's what we did today. It was a pretty pretty good workout. I had a good workout. I don't know what you guys <laughs> we did. We left on but, after, uh, after the fourth flat tyre. <laughs> but uh, just a really good workout to just uh, to include some at race pace or just above pace uh, yeah. pace training. So, you know, either riding to power or heart rate or whatever sort of measure you use. Uh, so that's workout number two. And workout number three would be to go and do a swim bike run. So we're doing that set there, aren't we? Yep. What are we doing? Uh, we're going to do an open water swim for probably about 30, 30 40 minutes yep. uh, in wetsuits, good steady pace. We're going to bike two hours 45. Now, first, uh, we're going to do around about an hour and a half in the hills. Pretty easy, uh, pretty easy pace. And then we come over and then we'll do about an hour on the flat at, at a good tempo pace, so between sort of Ironman and half Ironman pace. Yep. So it'll be around about two and a half to two hours 45 ride and then a good 75 minute steady steady run off the bike so it's it's a good steady session and so those will be our three key workouts this week and and all the other training the key thing when you get to the sort of this phase and you build up is make your, your quality sessions quality and make sure that the days in between are pretty easy so um, you really try to avoid doubling up um, hard days and, and doing lots of hard swimming combined with this and other hard running. Yep. Just have your key sessions, hit them well, and all your other stuff is, is quite a low, relatively low priority. Nice. And make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. It's a key part of this time. Eating really well, hydrating really well, and just looking at yourself. Tell you what I've been doing. I've been doing every day. Um, stretching is one thing I've added. I'm not, I haven't been a very good stretcher in the past, and I've really this time around I just thought I could do everything right. But I've been doing those ice baths every day, and yeah. I'm just so impressed with how well they work. Yeah. Normally when I run, look, through winter I didn't run a lot, and normally when I run I tend to get very sore pretty easily, and uh, it's often because I haven't conditioned myself well. But you know, but also because when I, once I start to add intensity, I just my legs hurt a lot. I can push through it, so it's all good, but um, I just have a lot of pain associated with that. When I've been doing these ice baths every day, mm. and it's just unbelievable how fresh I feel. And every day, like, yeah. yeah. So we had, uh, I don't know what episode Andrew. it was, yeah. we had Andrew Abercan uh, on, so maybe just look back in the uh, old show notes, mm. and you can listen to that interview, but it's, it's pretty straightforward. You get in a cold bath for, for about 15 minutes. 15 minutes or so. It doesn't need to be ice in there. You can put ice in there, the colder. I think yeah, it, someone was talking about putting some kind of salt in there as well. Okay. Like seawater. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, to be honest... I couldn't recommend it enough. Mm. Just like every day, just get in. It's first thing to do. It's a bit cold, you but, know. But we're uh, we like to save the planet. So Bevan actually leaves the water in there for two weeks and uses the same water. Can <laughs> <laughs> you smell it? <laughs> <laughs> so right, it's uh, coach's corner. Coach's corner for this week. Beautiful. Uh, we don't have music for question and answer. Questions and answers. So a few weeks ago, we were talking on the show. We were talking about remember that program. That's incredible. incredible. With Ka- Ka- uh, Kathy Lee Turner and, and well, we've forgotten the second guy now. <laughs> Um, John someone John Davidson John Davidson and, and at the time I made the point that who who remembers the third guy but there's somebody out there that Andrew does Andrew Yates Andrew Yates and actually my mate Duncan did as well did he yeah <laughs> and what's, what was his name Frank Tarkenton see I can't even pronounce Fran, it Fran oh Fran Tarkenton wasn't it two blokes and a guy and a girl yeah Fran was the guy okay <laughs> don't have any Fran listeners yeah <laughs> And Andrew's actually uh, You could almost up. say that name is incredible That's that incredible. is incredible yeah, That's, that's incredible. incredible So Andrew, thanks for that He's racing Ironman New Zealand Come up and say hello to us at Stand Andrew yep. uh, Oh yeah, this is cool So he's from Scotland, isn't he? No, no, no that's a different one Andrew's oh. from Napier originally And he, came, he was living down in Mount Cook And now he's living in Darwin Learning Do you a stalk little... these people, mate? <laughs> he, comes, he comes to me for programs, you numbskull. You mate. You know, like, so, and he's on 33 Smith Street in Darwin. Andrew could actually come on the show <laughs> and give us, when we're up at Taupo, and give us some tips on hot weather training because he's up in Darwin oh. and he's got to get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning really? to do his training sessions. It goes past like 9 o'clock. It's history. Day over. Um, so he's really struggling with the, the long runs, doing the really Fair long enough. runs in yeah. the heat. So, um, yeah. But we did get another email from Andrew Kerr. Mm. And uh, for those of you who are on uh, TriTalk, his name is T-Rex of Tri. Mm. So, and he's actually really good because he's one of those people when, because on the forums I often go on and talk about the shows. And uh, I, th- I think Andrew's the guy who always shows people how to get to the show and stuff. So thanks for that, Andrew. But anyway, he's coming over to New Zealand. The land of the long white cloud. The land of the long white cloud. And uh, he's just saying, what's, what, has he got a question here, John? No, he's just saying he's coming over and we, we, you said you'd give him a plug on the show. Yep, very good. And uh, that's pretty cool. So bring it on, Andrew. Come meet us at the booth. What times? Between 2 and 3 on Thursday and Friday at the Blue 70 booth. Oh, yeah. Bring your camera. 
Bring your family. <laughs> Bring the video camera. Bring cash. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, uh, we've got another question here from Brian. From Brian, right. Uh, so Brian... Ooh, PhD. Yeah, he probably knows more, more about this stuff than we do. Yep. But Brian's been having a lot of problem with cramping. Uh, he, what did he say? He's been having problems with his calves and his hamstrings for about two years. Yep. And locked up. One time he was out riding, continued riding. Ever since that, he's had constant tightness in his hamstrings and calves, feeling like they're going to cramp. He's tried stretching his ass off twice a day, constant hydration, use of supplements, once a week deep tissue massage, uh, daily ultrasound, acupuncture. Uh, So you've tried most of the things I would suggest, Andrew, but a couple of things you might want to work on is actually going to see a chiropractor and uh, seeing if they can sort of straighten you out a little bit. You've, you've tried a lot of things I, I would suggest off the top, but they might it, might it might not necessarily be a tightness issue, so maybe going to see a chiropractor. We've got this really good chiropractor in Christchurch, who, Guy Trollov. Um, so if you, if you can get, maybe what I'd suggest you, go onto a forum, and uh, and maybe just try to get some suggestions of a good chiropractor in, in your, your area, area. Yeah. And, and go and give that a crack and, and see how you get on. I know you said you do a bit of stretching there, um, but I just wonder if that's just general stretching. Um, so what I'd suggest, again, is maybe trying to find a yoga school that's quite close by and get into some serious yoga uh, and get some instruction on that rather than following DVDs. You, can nev- you never actually know what you're doing when you're doing a yeah, DVD. Yep. They are good, yep. but you can't actually see what you're doing and seeing if you're holding the right angles. And you're not getting feedback from the DVD. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so that would be my second suggestion. And the third thing you might want to try that I don't think you've got on there is uh, maybe try and quinine sulfate. Yep. Um, that often helps a lot of people who So get- it's not illegal, is it? Uh, don't think so. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking of using it maybe in the race. I'm thinking I'd better check this out. Better check it out, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. I don't believe so. Yeah. Uh, it probably is if you take yeah. copious amounts of it. But I'd suggest those three things um, and give them a crack and, and see how you get on. Uh, one, yeah. thing, one thing, I, I once did a half Ironman and a half marathon a few years ago. I hadn't done any running and I just turned <clears> up and did it. And uh, this was before Hawaii, so... After that, I re- just ruined my calves, and I remember leading into Hawaii. Just I was, I was, I was so tight; it was on the verge of um, snapping. It just always felt like mm. my calves were going to snap at any time. And uh, eccentric strengthening was one of the things that really got me through that. And um, you may have done this or not, but basically, I've talked about this before, but it's really good. You basically go up on one leg, up for about four counts, oh no, up for two counts. So you come up fast, and then you come down. So you're doing a calf raise. Up for two counts, down for four as slow as possible and going as low as possible as well and really taking that long time down, putting all your weight of your whole body through that calf. You want to do about three sets of ten on both calves and um, I'm doing that now, back, mm-hmm. back into running as long as my ice baths every day and uh, to be honest, to me, that was what got me through that. I'm not sure you may have tried that but it's definitely a really good way to help the calves out. Skipping as well will help your calves a lot, doing lots of skipping. It's basically doing the same sort of thing that yeah. you're trying, really loading up the calves but... I've got a number of guys in the past to do skipping, um, you know, probably three to four times a week. Uh, and, I find and I wonder if really you try PNF stretching. Mm. Yeah, so if you don't know what PNF stretching is, uh, maybe we'll go into another yeah. show. Yeah, but or it's an advanced kind of stretching where you can take it to the next level. You need someone else with you uh, to do it, but uh, it's a really good way to get effective stretching. Yeah. So, so try a few of those things and see how you get on. Uh, can't think of anything else off the top of my head because I haven't done my piece. Well, no, because he's pretty much done it all. That's yeah. right. Anyway, uh, Scott Horns. Scott Horns. And he's, he's emailed before. I love the podcast. Figured I uh, might pick your brains. I have been doing uh, triathlons 15 years. Nice. Nine Ironman finishes. Mm. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm on to the bubble to get into Hawaii. PB of 10.25 at Brazil. We're qualified in a roll down. Did not, uh, Did not go, though. And so a mistake. If you, get, if you get it, guys, take it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe there was some... Yeah, change your life. You know? <laughs> anyway. And now he's got the issue where he's sort of around about the 10.45 to 11.05 sort of uh, pace, and he's struggling with his running a little bit. He's got a, a marathon PB of 3.01, yep. and he generally runs sort of around about four hours, plus or minus 10 minutes. Yep. Uh, so it's not actually, you know, it, it's not uh, it's not terrible given your, your PB. You know, you're, not, you know you're, a, you're a fair way off, but, um, yep. you know, you don't expect to get down to really close to your PR for the marathon. But your question is, uh, what key workouts should you focus on leading up to Ironman USA in 08? Well, that's all the way next year. Yeah. Um, I'd suggest, oh yeah, I'll come on to that, what I suggest. You uh, realise he needs to do longer bike days with a short run. Yep. So, uh, yeah, my, my suggestions would be, if it is 08 you're focusing on, is, is doing a bit of a run block. <clears throat> yep. 
um, but also just in general try to get your run frequency up a lot of people think to try to improve their running they go out and do lots of three hour runs uh, in my experience you're much better off trying to go out there and run you know really regularly like six or seven times a week uh, and especially you know maybe have a few blocks where you do do seven runs a week and just try to run lots uh, rather than really trying to do lots of long runs yep. so I'd be suggesting you know sure you have one long run a week and then maybe one other medium long run a week and and then just just run lots and, one and of the dangers of long runs as well is that you train yourself to be slow oh yeah because you're doing long runs and so after a while you're just fatigued and you are slow and you're not actually training yourself to be fast and very you know much much more risky for injury when you we start doing lots of really long runs mm. so that would be my first tip is, is try to get your run frequency up and that's you know all the way through, you know, if you even if you know, you're a run focus, you know, obviously your run focus, your frequency is going to be up. Yep. But even when you're in your sort of tri focus and main build up, try to get your frequency up. So running off the bike a lot, always run off your long run, uh, off your long bike. Um, have another session where you're always doing a brick, so you're running off the bike quite regularly, and make sure you're also using the different zones. So uh, what I see quite a bit is people just they just run. And they always run at the same pace. Yeah. So get a heart rate monitor if you haven't got one, and figure out your zones either by lactate test or max heart rate test or, or however you're going to do that, and, and make sure that you do vary your pace quite a bit. Uh, and then, as you're getting closer to the race, what you want to do is during your long runs uh, have some sort of main set work in there in the second half of your run. So where that's where you're going to pick the pace up, sort of upper steady, lower moderately hard. So obviously not anywhere near your anaerobic threshold but above your aerobic threshold which is where most sort of people do their long runs and, and sort of race pace so mix up your long runs so you, like Bevan was saying you're not going to get into that one paced running mm. and, and which just tends to make it slower mm. so that's a few tips for you Scott one thing, one thing I could add as well was that go to a run club and get someone to look over your technique mm. you know put your hips up you know so yeah. like if you you know like you may have technique that can be improved and it would be more efficient as a runner to save the energy yep. so for the second half of the marathon um, that efficiency then gives you the energy to be a little bit faster and you know coming yep. home. So, yep. um Get yourself videoed as well. Yeah. Perfect thing to do. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, uh, so, next up we've got a question from you. Can name this one. Well, it's not actually a question. It's just a comment. But we we struggle to do this this week because you might not be able to update the no, website. So I'm if right. we don't do this week, it'll be up there next week. I'll but do it's that. because we are a multinational podcast. Yeah, we and, are. Uh, Finland. We spread the world ev- spread the word everywhere from oh, Finland. Beautiful. I'm going to say Yako. Yep, I think you're right. Hecarante. Yeah, I'll give you that, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we just, uh, He's got a blog. He's got a blog. Yeah. Got a blog. Um, and we're just going to put a link up there. So she's an Ironman, Ironman Talk listener from Finland and wanted to share his blog. Yep. Hope you guys find, uh, could check regularly to see what Ironman athlete from Finland is like. Nice. So I'd imagine in Finland at the moment, it's probably a little chilly on just the willy. Chilly on the willy. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a little fresh. I was watching the, had the... I wear clothes, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I think it's still a bit chilly out there. But it's, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's pretty cold one of the warmer feeling. parts of the body, but let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, we've got a question from... The subject was, please don't hate me. We don't hate anybody. We won't, because it's our job to love you. Yeah. Stephen, a.k.a. Bike Racer Boy. Yeah. So he must be on some forum. He's got a few questions. Let's hit them. Let's hit them. So, he's a regular listener. <laughs> yep. Uh, he's confident with his coach. Really he's, <laughs> me too. And he's got a, it's pre, based on his previous endurance that he can finish well, he puts his mind to it. Yep. Uh, so, a couple of questions here. The first one was, this may sound stupid, but most longest events, it is an issue. How do you pee? Even though I've raced for many years, peeing on the bike is a bitch. Did a 335k ride last year. Nice, nine that's hours. a good ride. I've never ridden that far before. No, under nine hours, too. And crazy. had a real-time ping. Under nine hours? Mm. He said, in Ironman Canada, I'll there are so it. many people on the race through, it'd be tough, if not impossible, to pull the shorts down and let it hang out. We don't pull them down. You don't pull them down. So what, so what do we do? Uh, so your friend told them the pros just pee on their bikes. It's yep. not just the pros that do that. It's yep. most of the people out there. Mm-hmm. So we have had a special in the past. We have, and it was a highlight of the show, it admittedly. a highlight of the people show. People like that. Peeing on the bike. We did a high five on that. Yep. And... 
did you put it on the best of or whatever? Yeah, so it's in episode 39, we've actually got it on hey, there. you know it off by heart. Hey? Mate, I'm, I'm right. a I tell you. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yep, I know. So yeah, to, just, to go on there and listen, but yeah, basically you just pee on the bike and it's something you can't, well, I've never practiced it in training. No, so um, you don't really care to practice. The main thing is, is you just got to do it on, try, especially if you're doing Canada, you know, there should be plenty of sort of gentle downhills. You just got to have a slight downhill incline where you can freewheel and you just let it go. You just got to concentrate. <laughs> It'll come out. Oh, just give it, give it some time. Oh dear! I've, I've... <laughs> I think he just peed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't quite got to that stage yet. Oh, no. <laughs> My race was of zips, turbo carbons, whatever. Would you think these are an Ironman most road race circuits? If I flat. Will. Basically saying should he use tubulars or punches? yeah and that's the question I've got at the moment because my girlfriend's been we've bought some women race wheels tubulars I've never used them yep so I think the issue is that he's saying here is if he's got clinches he can go out there and you know you can easily carry two or three spheres and, yeah. and change it over whereas if you've got tubulars it's a bit of an issue um, so I I, I mix and match I'm personally my own race wheels at the moment are tubulars I have raced on clinches are you good in at the changing past. them yeah yeah they're, they're sweet so the key thing with tubulars is I'm sc- the, op- concerned about the, op- the opposite side of the valve, you've got to leave a little space just there where it's not glued on really hard, yep. uh, and then you can actually get it off reasonably quickly. Yep. If, if you glue your tyre on super duper incredibly, yep. and leave it on there for ages, they're bloody impossible to get off. But, I mean, what about putting them on? Well, that's the thing. When you put it back on there, it's obviously not going to be glued on, so you need to have a little bit of glue on the tyre so that's that's dried up on your, your Should spear. you carry glue? Oh, it's already on so there. So it's on yep. there, so you need to get it on there. The problem is when you put it on there, it's not super stable. And on most Ironman races, it's not really an issue because it's you run relatively straight roads. Yep. If you're cornering and you haven't got a glued tyre, you have to be really careful yeah, because you can roll out. them off. Yeah. So, uh, Which happened to someone in, in a cycle race I was doing this oh, yeah. yeah, And that's, that's sometimes because they're not glued on well. Yeah. So, so what I... Um, if you are racing with tubulars, I tend to carry. Uh, I've, I've kind of done. I had a few different approaches. Sometimes I carry one spare tubular, and I have a spare one in my special needs bag. Yep. Um, but it is quite heavy if you're going to carry two spare tubulars. Uh, if you've got clinches, it's obviously not too much of an issue. So it's kind of a. It's a tricky one. Um, but if it's your, f- it's not your first race. But they do also have support vehicles out there. Obviously, going to lose quite a bit of time. Yeah. No. Um, tubulars. Ch- tubulars are a bit quicker. Okay, I plan to do several Iron triathlons before the big event, uh, ranging from sprint to half Ironman. I currently have a half Ironman scheduled two months before Ironman Canada. Is this too close? No, that's no, spot on. That's you, you, you don't want to do a really heavy taper for it, um, but that's fine. You know, we, uh, I'd, I'd recommend doing it and just treat it as a trial day, sort of a simulation and really practice your nutrition. Okay, and uh, lastly, does Bevan really have a mullet? Well, no. no it's, it is. No, no, it's, it's no, a bit no. short now. No, no, no. Yeah, a bit short. No, but, uh, His name doesn't even make sense just, now. Just come and... Come who's Mully? Who's Mully? Come, come and do Iron Man New Zealand, and then you can meet us. So there you go, racer boy. A bike racer boy. Mm. There you go. Last question of the day. Uh, we've got Stu from the UK, maybe? Mm. Yep. I uh, love the podcast, being in the UK in winter here. I tend to listen to it on Thursday. Nice, on the wind trainer, on the turbo trainer, nice. Uh, train oh, that's needs- right. Okay. It's, it's pretty similar. Uh, he's just not happy that the shows are a little bit too short because the show finishes before he has come to the end of a session. Okay. So the request was, could we waffle for an additional <laughs> 10 minutes per week until the end of February? Well, we can't this week, actually, because I haven't set it up that we can go longer than normal. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so we've, we've tried waffling today. Yeah, but, we, we've um, been winging it today, I tell you. We're struggling for content. It's the Southern southern Hemisphere. There's not much racing happening. There's no, not man, much racing. Have... But we're going to have a... Uh, we're going to have an Ironman New Zealand super special coming oh, up yeah, probably the week before. Times. Holy moly, we have managed to pad it out to an yeah, hour. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to get to 30 minutes and we'd be done. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's just talk a little bit about a couple of things. Did the half Ironman simulation on the weekend, how'd it go for you? Yeah, it went okay. Um, yeah, tire. You sure just that's where it all started. That's where it started. Uh, how'd it go for you? You enjoyed that swim? We are supposed to do a 30, oh, 35 minute swim. And that the, sucked. Man, this, there were some seriously big waves. We managed to swim out through a rip and go round about 50 surfers who are yeah. out there at 7.30 on a Saturday morning. So that indicates if there's 50 surfers out there, <laughs> You're it's in pretty trouble. big. <laughs> so we had to swim around them and, uh, and then we came back in. And I was coming back in, I was going, oh, I'm going to get back really quickly. And I was about 200 metres offshore, looked at my watch, it was 27 minutes. So I thought, crap, I'm going to be in there in like two minutes' time. Yep. It took me eight minutes for you to cover about the last 200 metres straight into this yep. rip. 
and I was still the first one out of the water. <laughs> you were out there for bloody about 40 minutes, 45 oh, well, minutes. There was no, they basically just said swim for 70 minutes one way and swim back. And so I was like, okay, well, I haven't got a watch, so I'll just watch someone. And I just basically got lost. But uh, So that was kind of sucky. But then on the bike, I felt like crap, so I was just cruising the ride. And, it was all just sat on me. Yeah, John basically got, got it sick of me. I, I, had slow. A, I had a perfectly good workout. I was just sitting in my heart rate zone. Yeah. And the boys were just sitting in there just having a little chat and spin behind me. I couldn't be bothered. But I had a really good run. I was happy with that. We did a four lap, five kind of K run. Yeah. Mm. Was it accurate time? It was pretty close. Because I did, I did 118 for the run. Yeah. Mm. Maybe so, it was a little short. Yeah, it would have been short because I wasn't <laughs> running that fast. But, um, so anyway, I felt really good. First three laps, I just wanted to sit on a really good pace. And I wanted to kick in on the last lap, and I did that. And so. Run-wise, I'm really happy with my running, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was a good workout, and we had a good, uh, good turnout. Everybody yeah, enjoyed it. I think. I lost my goggles. Yeah. What, what, who was who lost my goggles? William. William. I didn't actually catch his name. Needed yeah. my goggles. It's kind of ironic, really, because he turned up without goggles, and I'm the guy who normally does that. Yeah. So I gave my goggles, and he lost them, and I'm normally the guy who would lose them too. So <laughs> I couldn't get, I couldn't put my finger at the guy. So uh, yeah. so it was a good weekend, and then we did a nice little ride today. So from here on in, it's sort of starting to get into wind down mode for us. Yep. We've got a couple more sessions this week, as we've talked about, mm-hmm. and then uh, next week will be pretty easy. Bring it on. Bevan's going to have to keep his running up, though. Yep. Can I do a big run next week? I want to do another two and a half. Nah. <laughs> yeah, two. I just want to get one more under me. Two. Okay, two. As I hear that all the time. Just one more. Oh, but I've been just running. It's more. different. Yeah. Um, okay, so coffees are why we can't go to the website today because uh, we've got to try to do this in six minutes, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're going, yeah, we can't go to the website because we're down. But coffeesofhawaii.com. Yep. Great coffee. Great coffee. And anybody coming to New Zealand, we'll have Coffees of Hawaii posters. Yep. Get on there, order some coffee, support those guys. Yeah, they we support should us. Scheme and give, we should do like a giveaway. Oh, okay, don't don't start making promises we can't right keep. Okay, okay, we uh, under-promise and over-deliver. Under-promise and over-deliver. That's right. We're not promising much. <laughs> <laughs> promising posters. <laughs> um, yep, so Coffees of Hawaii, go out there. They've always got a special on there. When you, if you're an international buyer, mention that when you actually buy online. Um, go to the website, email them, and say you're an Iron Man Talk listener. If you're outside America or Canada. They'll give Canada. you some better shipping rates. And then uh, if you're inside America or Canada, they can just ship directly to you. Um, cheap shipping. Cheap shipping. Great coffee. Great coffee. I had a way by night. Yeah? Yeah, and I, I had a lot of sugar. I got home, and I was just really <laughs> hungry, and I just like got this coffee, and I made a big mug, and like seven sugars, and... Yeah, was, yeah, I was a bit wide after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, coffees of Hawaii for all your coffee. And needs. actually, we made a Albert pointed out we made a mispronunciation last week with the uh, the half Iron Man that was in Chile. I've forgotten actually how to pronounce it, but I'm just going to blame Bevan on that because he no, because I avoid announcing stuff nowadays because I've given so much trouble in the early shows. <laughs> I avoid it like the plague. Um, but uh, anything else happening okay. in your world, Bevan? Oh no, no, we're going to do the other stuff. Click on one ad, and everyone's been clicking on ads lately. Oh, we like that. Love that crap. Keep it up, guys. Well done. That's <laughs> yeah. sensational. So keep that up. Um, basically, you go onto our front page or on any of our pages on our website. We have one ad, so we don't want to overdo your fares like we did early on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had this cutting plan to make millions of dollars. Didn't work out. So uh, just click on one ad. That gives us a little bit of money. Um, also, if you're going to buy anything through Amazon, go on the store. Go on there and buy the Rough Ride by Paul Crimmage. Rough Ride. Through our store. Yep, definitely. And uh, we get a little, I think we get 4% profit on that. It's nice. Um, and oh, I just want to say, actually, my sponsor, High Five, who are fifthelement.co.nz. Yep. For those of you who are doing New Zealand who haven't got a bento box, they actually do a bento box. Oh, nice one. A, you don't have one, do you? No, I don't need one anymore. Oh, don't you? Why not? I just don't need one. But you want to borrow mine? Yeah, I do. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a plan now. Well, yeah, well, I've got a spare one now if you want to borrow it. Yeah. Do you want to borrow it? No, I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so if you want a bento box, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's those little boxes that you have at the front of your top stem on your bike yep. um, to put food in there and I know it's really hard to get them and I know uh, you can't really get them in bike shops and stuff in New Zealand so uh, they gave me one the other day and so I just thought that maybe I should mention that for those of you doing New Zealand who may want to get one so it's www.fifthelement.co.nz yep. and you and can also fifth get high five as in the word fifth yeah, not, yeah, not number two, four, five yeah, well, but fifth. not the not the number. Fifth. No, you know, still, you've got to F5, spell it out. Yeah, F-I, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, fifthelement.co.nz for high five products as well because it gives the plug. And, uh, mm. There you go. And uh, so, yep. Um, email questions. It's ironmantalk at gmail dot com. Bevan won't answer because he can't get access. Yeah, to Yeah, actually, if if you don't get any answers this week, um, don't stress too much. We'll get onto them as soon as possible. It's just oh, having. For the guys that replied to my uh, request for website help, thank you very much. Have you answered them yet? I got an email saying you haven't answered yet. I answered yesterday. Oh, come on, mate. But uh, it looks like I've, it looks like I've only got that sorted out. So thank you very much for all those guys. Uh, appreciate it. Nice. Um, and lastly, let's, uh, do we have anything else we have to say? 
Don't think so. Just okay. come, come and see us at Ironman. Yeah. Uh, you catch John's coaching website. Triathloncoach.net. It's going to be up there. It's pretty soon, apparently. Hopefully. <laughs> and so what are you going for the rest of the week? Bit of training, bit of work. And wedding anniversary, Valentine's Day tomorrow. Oh, shit, it is too. Oh, where's the balance, Bevan? Where's the balance? <laughs> oh, no, I've spent thousands on my good friend. What, have, you got, what have, you got, have you got Belinda something? We've got a wedding anniversary coming oh. up. She's got a new ring, actually. you got a new ring? She's got a ring Like a pre-wedding up. ring? No, I'll tell you off here. <laughs> Wait a second, you haven't done an insurance job, have you? No. Oh. Pack it up. Bet you've done that on your bloody computer. No, I have not, because I wouldn't do that, I'm honest. Anyway, um, what do I got on for week? What do I do? I'm doing... Not much. Training. Not much. Training. Yep. Training, training, training working. Training, working. Spending time with some balance. Oh! Oh! I went and saw Rocky. Oh, crap. Have you seen Rocky? No, and I'm not going to. Oh, gonna... you've got to go see Rocky. <laughs> it was awesome. It really was. For those of you out there... You know, go on, go on, send John an email, tell him how great Rocky is. <laughs> Triathloncoach.net, something like that, yeah? <laughs> send John out, Rocky was sensational. Oh, uh, we've padded enough. <laughs> he actually looked pretty good for an old guy too. Yeah? Oh, look, he's got those veins things happening nowadays, but... I do have to admit, I have the Tiger has got to be one of the, the yeah. all-time You'd have that on your iPod, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I would have that. that is Rising up, back in the streets. If, if you ever put that on... Walk going into a race. Well, when I ran this Aquathon series a few years ago, yep. and I just thought this is what I'd always wanted to do: is yeah. play this as you're going into the water. So I had these big speakers going, <laughs> pumped it up, and everybody was amping. Yeah. So we've got 53 seconds. We've got to wrap it up. Okay, that's us. That's we'll, us. See you, uh, we'll see you next oh, week. No, no. <laughs> Train hard. <laughs> it's Iron Man. Russ. Oh, Iron Russ. <laughs> Iron Men don't train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. kaha.